In relationships, I've always said that there are three sides to every story. His side, her side, and the truth. Well, the same can be said for politics. There's the blue side, the red side, and the truth. We're here to help you figure out what is true. This is Truth Seekers with Rocky and Lucas. Hi, Truth Seekers. Today we're going to address the border crisis, or if you're part of the current administration, the secure border. What spurred this episode was Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre's response about the border during a recent press conference. She stated, quote, And that's why you've seen the parolee program be so successful. It has, it has, it has... When it comes to illegal migration, you've seen it come down by more than 90%. And that's because of this act, the actions that this president has taken, end quote. Gosh, she is just the worst, man. I, I swear to God. In all of human history, the worst politician ever. I mean, it's got to eat on her, right? It does. Don't you think that she worries about what's going to happen to her in the next life? But then again, you know what? She's Democrat and she doesn't believe in God, so it doesn't matter. That's true. Yeah, she sold her soul a right. long time ago. Big time. Yeah. I would be so scared if oh. I were her. Wow. Okay, sorry for that rabbit hole. So no keep worries. going. Okay, so let's start with a quote. There's no way in God's green earth that illegal immigration is down by 90%. It just isn't. There's no, no way. No. When she talks about this parolee program at the beginning of her response, she's referring to the legal means by which Venezuelan nationals were able to enter the U.S. legally. And yes, statistically, she is correct, but we're talking straight across the southern land border, not happening. She can't use one to make the other look better. Yeah. These guys are awful about taking a small, tiny little fact and turning it into the major fact that represents the entire situation or subject. So I was looking at all the lies that were told about the border. And I could only gather from January 2022 to, to September 2022, but I found that the Biden administration made 17 unique public statements about the U.S.-Mexico border being secure. Now, to clarify, this is who told them. I'm, I'm talking Jen Psaki, Alejandro Mayorkas, Kamala Harris, Javier Becerra, KJP, and Joe Biden himself. So, and within these statements, they claimed that the border was secure, despite the fact that we got a broken immigration policy. And I'm thinking to myself, dude, you've done nothing for the last two years. If it's broken, what are you doing to fix it? Right. Why do you keep saying that? It doesn't make any sense. And of course, it's more secure than it- Than when Trump was Than under. when Trump was president, yes. Of course, you gotta look at every lie that they tell and see how they put it into the light of Trump and you'll know that's a really big one. Yeah, a Newsweek article by Catherine Fung said that the Biden administration is, quote unquote, doing a lot more than President Trump did to secure the border. In that same article, Jean-Pierre is quoted as saying, quote, more individuals encountered at the border will be removed or expelled this year than in any previous year. And this article is from September 2022, with numbers on track to break the previous record. So, so much for being expelled. Let's talk about the numbers. The numbers speak for themselves. This begs the question, what is secure? Because these are the facts. First, in 2021, we had a record year of migrant encounters at 1.96 million. And that was Biden's first year in office. In 2022, we broke the previous record and accelerated it to 2.38 million. And so far in 2023, as crazy as this sounds, we are on track for 6.16 million encounters at the border. That's almost three 
Missouri Times 2022. So because Title 42 is going to sunset on purpose, because that's what the Biden administration wants, the number is likely to even increase beyond that. So keep in mind, the population in New York City is 8.8 million. New York City is the biggest city in the entire United States. And that could be the number of new illegal aliens that we get in 2024. So now let's talk about contraband. Let, let's take away people. What other things are crossing the border? Now keep in mind, what I'm going to tell you is what was apprehended by Customs and Border Patrol. And some estimate that this is as low as 25% of what was actually crossing because this is only what they were able to catch. In one week, illegal money, $714,000. That means in a year, they're catching $37,128,000,000. Now, if you adjust this for the fact that they're probably only encountering 25%. Right. What was getting through? That's $148,000,000. If you're talking about like how many agents get assaulted, two per week, which is 104 a year, which is probably actually 416. In terms of cocaine, 101 pounds, which is 5,252 pounds a year. That's what they grab. Okay, marijuana, 52,000 pounds a year. Check this out. Meth, 140,000 pounds of meth is what they're capturing over the border every year. And these are by the people that are just the normal everyday people, not the kind of people that aren't going to get caught, you know, that are that are being run by the cartels. Firearms, 832 firearms every single year. Sex offenders. 312 sex offenders every year, which means that that's probably closer to like 1,200 gang members. They're capturing 364 gang members a year, which means that that's probably like 1,500 when it really comes down to it. So really quick, you, you, you skipped over fentanyl, and I don't know if that was on purpose, but I, I did want to bring that one up because that's 7,176 pounds in a year. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, we're talking about potential overdoses is anybody counting those numbers right now and not only that it you know when they bring it in i've seen what it looks like sometimes and it looks like remember what flintstones vitamins used yeah. to look like that's why these that's kids exactly. take it they think it's this this harmful little piece of hard candy and it's not they take it and they just don't wake up seven thousand pounds of fentanyl is enough to kill like 25 percent of the juvenile population in the united states and it's probably the goal of this administration. It's hard to believe that they actually want people to die. Ultimately, this is gonna destroy society. So it's okay. It's okay that these people are being killed over this awful drug that is a plague to society. I don't know. I mean, we kind of talked about COVID being about, or at least I did, you know, conspiracy theorist, about population control. Mm -hmm. And, and if COVID wasn't going to get you, then the mRNA vaccine was. Yeah. And now they're letting all these drugs come in. And, and we talk about, you know, the mutilation of kids right now where they're letting this gender reassignment crap go through, whether it's hormone therapy or, or surgical services. It's just another means to control the population. And beyond that, most parents would probably care their kids are at risk. But if you can destroy families and destroy the family dynamic, then you can make the government a better family model. If you can do that, that is a reason to let all of this stuff happen. Because 
the family dynamic doesn't work. Right. Be a part of the government because... Right. Who needs a father? That's exactly right. Right. All right. So really quick, um, not that this makes up for those numbers or anything, but there is a new contraband coming across the border and it may be a complete surprise to you and to the listeners. Want to guess? You're not going to guess. So I'm just going to tell you. Okay. It's eggs. Eggs? Yeah. Eggs. So yeah. <laughs> eggs. So there have been 2,002 encounters with people trying to bring eggs across the border. Obviously, the area seeing the biggest increase is San Diego, which had about a 368% increase. Hmm. Their numbers went from 230 to 1,077. Anyways, that's just a fun fact. On to the stuff that makes us mad. In all of this, ICE detention centers have transformed into rapid processing centers. The situation has created a massive human trafficking problem in which huge numbers of these people are being sold into slavery, some into sweatshops and some into prostitution. I actually heard that they found one minor girl at the border who had over a hundred unique DNA samples on her. <gasps> Horrible. That was one story that came out. How many others are like that? Right? Yeah. And it can't be isolated. No, it can't. Most of this is by the cartels, but all of it is in the US. And according to a whistleblower, the Biden administration is facilitating all of this. Many of the women and girls endure horrific sexual assaults during their journey while into custody. Like we talked about this, this poor girl, a yeah. hundred unique samples. And this is not major news. Now, I'm sure it would be, if it were a bunch of drag queens that were assaulted and sold into slavery. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, because it would fit the narrative, right? It would. Yeah. Okay. So let's get back to this whistleblower. Tara Lee Rodas worked or works for HSS, which is Health and Human Services. And she actually worked at a processing site where she thought she was going to be uniting children with sponsors in the U.S. And she thought it was going to be a great thing. She's thinking, oh, I'm going to put this little immigrant child with a loving family that is going to nurture them and take care of them. Pretty and noble career, yeah. Exactly. But in fact, ORR, the Office of Refugee Resettlement, would deliver a child to a sponsor that was a criminal, a human trafficker, etc., and these kids would end up with these quote-unquote sponsors, and I'm using air quotes here, to pay off their debt, which is the debt of paying for their travel to the U.S. God, dude, this is just insane. Right. Can you imagine? You're, you're thinking you're coming to the U.S. for a better life, and instead you're sold into this tragedy. And it's clear that the Biden administration knows 100% of this, and they're not doing anything That's to, correct. to fix That's this. That's correct. So these kids were not being sent to a family member or another loving household like they thought, and definitely not like the whistleblower thought. Okay, so according to the Biden administration, the border is secure. So I'm not sure why El Paso, Brownsville, Laredo, all three of those cities, they have declared that those cities are in a state of emergency. And even the New York Times described El Paso as a tableau of human misery fanned out over several blocks with destitute migrants occupying every spit of sidewalk. Wow, sounds like a great place to visit. Let's go. No kidding. Now, the problem is so bad that the idiot mayors of Chicago, D.C., and New York that declared their cities to be sanctuary cities are complaining about the negative impact that the massive increase is having on their cities. Lightfoot and Adams have both moved illegal aliens out of their cities into the surrounding suburbs. Yeah, I think I just read an article that said that 
the black communities are worried that their communities are no longer going to be considered black because of the illegal migrants that are coming in. Honestly. Yeah. And, and we all know how well it went when busloads of immigrants were sent to Martha's Vineyards. I that mean, was the best that thing was awesome. ever. It was so awesome. So in 2022, our favorite Nancy Pelosi justified the influx of people because she stated, quote, we have a shortage, shortage of workers in our country. And you see, even in Florida, some of the farmers and growers saying, why are you shipping these immigrants up north? We need them to pick the crops down here. What a nincompoop. Oh my God. She... she she is just the worst person I think I ever. No, I mean, may, not maybe the worst. she can blame that on senility, but why? Why would you say that? And why would anybody think that that's okay to be, I don't or know. have that said about them? Okay, all right. That aside, finally, after everything that you've heard, after all of this, Biden is finally going to send fifteen hundred troops to the border. Now, sending, sending those troops to the border is not uncommon. I, I mean, most of our previous administrations have actually done this. However, it's worth noting, we have a military membership crisis going on. So sending those troops to the border is actually going to have an impact on our national security. The other thing that should be noted is the mission of those troops. These 1,500 soldiers are not there as law enforcement. They're there to take over the administrative duties that are currently being performed by CBP agents, okay? These troops are going to be going over there so that they can do data entry, warehouse support for the CBP agents that were forced to do those in the first place because their job shifted to having to do that because it became such a big problem at the border to try to figure out what they're going to do with all these people. It wasn't their job in the first place to do these data entry and warehouse, but they're being forced to do it because it, the situation is so bad and now they're going to send troops down there? Right, there's just not enough people to do all that word processing or just yeah. that paperwork alone. Yeah. Making the crisis worse is that the Biden administration just lies about everything, man. When Peter Ducey tried to call out Karine Jean-Pierre regarding that 90% thing that you were talking about, she said, you know what, calm down with the theatrics. All right. So when, when Jen Psaki was press secretary during a 2021 press conference, she was asked about the U.S. applying vaccines to Mexico. And her reply was, quote, there have been expectations set outside of unrelated to any vaccine doses or requests for them that they would be partners in dealing with the crisis on the border. End quote. So later, when another reporter asked her about the term that she used, quote, crisis on the border, she immediately reverted back to challenges on the border. God damn. Honestly, just call a spade a spade. It's a freaking crisis. I did a search on misstatements of the Biden administration from 2021. At this point right now, I'm up to 108 Oh, seriously. And they're serious misrepresentations. I mean, they're not just small little things. Yeah, it's just right. one year. Oh, it drives me crazy. All right. The devil himself, Alejandro Mayorkas, President Joe Biden's borders are. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, he's attempted to deflect criticism for the ongoing humanitarian crisis at the border. Mayorkas argued on Sunday that illegal immigration is a decades-long problem that hasn't been fixed since the 90s. He went on to say that this was the fault of Congress. Furthermore, that the border is not open. Okay, I hate to tell you guys, but if you're not living in a border state, you don't know. You don't know. Nope. But 
If you're living in California, Arizona, or Texas, I can tell you that border is wide open. He says it's not open, and it has not been open, and will not be open subsequent to May 11th. And the smugglers who exploit the vulnerable migrants are spreading misinformation. This is a guy who oh, wants to make a statement that. about misinformation. <laughs> I know. The guy can't even answer a yes or no question when he's questioned by Ted Cruz. God, the world that we live in. Okay. So he went on to say that they are spreading false information. I, I'm having a hard time just getting through it. You know, the things that this guy says. So he's saying they are spreading false information lies in a way to lure vulnerable people to a southern border and those individuals will only be returned. <laughs> Not that I want to get the word out, but dude, guys, you get to the border and you get past, no one's sending you back, okay? Right. All right, so the worst is Kamala Harris, let's be honest. In an interview with Meet the Press, when asked about the border, she said, quote, the border is secure, but we also have a broken immigration system, in particular, over the last four years before we came in, and it needs to be fixed. So, end quote, by the way, she, she's pointing the finger at the Trump administration when the numbers were significantly lower and nowhere near where they are right now and nowhere near where the projections are going. So the only way that this makes sense ever is if you live in a world where two plus two doesn't equal four. Well, you know that it doesn't matter, That's my right? point. Yeah, okay. All right, so anyways, this guy, Mark Morgan, he's the former chief operating officer and acting commissioner of U.S. Customs and Border Protection. He served from 2019 to January 2021. He says, it's absolutely a lie. They took the most secure border in our lifetime and they unsecured it. We have this administration, now including the vice president of the United States, lying to the American people. Surprise, surprise. Shocking, I yeah. know. Okay, guys, that's a wrap for today's episode of True Seekers. We hope we've shed some light on the truth behind today's stories. She's been Rocky, and I'm Lucas, reminding you to never stop seeking the truth. Join us again next time as we continue our journey.